0: Hi, Reuben.
1: Hey, can you hear me?
0: Yes. Okay. Okay, so um, I want to welcome everyone to this podcast Turning Beauty from Ashes. And um, we have a guest today named Reuben Arana. And I will let you tell them who you are and um. where are you and your information?
1: Okay, so my name is Ruben Arana and I am a prophetic seer and I specialize in, in, the, in the arts, in prophetic art. So what that basically means is what I do is illustrate or paint uh, images from, uh, images from God, uh, I interpret, I interpret images, interpret signs, interpret visions and dreams. And I help people to get closer. That's ma- one of my so main focuses. To help people get closer to hearing God and being strong in strong in their own understanding and in their own development of God's voice in their own lives.
0: Do you want to tell them a little bit about, about um, how to reach you? Yes,
1: yeah, so you can reach me at uh, one of my My website is worshipwordart.org. Worshipwordart.org is the website. And what I... uh, I'm also on Periscope uh, streaming app, which is... It's at teach, T-E-A-C-H underscore all... A-L-L underscore I know, the letter I K-N-O-W and then of course on, on Facebook as Ruben Arana.
0: Okay. Um, how long have you been doing this?
1: I have been doing this in terms of the prophetic dynamic for... For years
0: okay so what made you turn into a prophetic prophet as far as art goes
1: yeah i started to i was painting up my pastor's sermon one day on live on scope and as
0: Are you there? Are you there?
1: And certain images. And then that turned into what I later found out was called a word of knowledge, which basically means
0: Ruben? You're cutting in and out.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, can you hear me better?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So I was saying that I, I started to paint what I was seeing. And I later found out that was what's known as word of knowledge or, or a type of wisdom. And, and as I started to paint that, you know, it, would, it would be in relationship with something that somebody was personally going through on the broadcast. And so... Uh, I remember one time I was painting a yeah, this tree, and the tree was in in growing in a moss in in a, in a swamp rather, and there was a and there was a, a picket fence around the tree, and it basically meant that there was this individual that was that was in a stagnant. Church relationship, even though they were growing, uh, but their their growth was was stagnant or in a swamp-like environment because there's no, there was no flow. That's that's what the swamp meant. Uh, but God was protecting them, even though they were in a swamp-type flow. That was what the fence was about. And so the per- I, I, I saw who that person was, and they yeah, they, they confirmed that that was, that was their situation, you know. And so it was, it's, it was painting stuff like that. And so that's, it, it just started to grow, and and helping people to, to understand or get through difficult times or frustrating times or getting some clarity on something that they were going through in their life.
0: Right. And I have to tell you that it's been truly a blessing following you and getting to know you. A little bit, um because I'm firsthand information that what he does actually works and is actually right on the money and um there's been several times with with me in in my own personal life that the drawings, the paintings and all that has has actually been me the one that you're talking about or you're painting or drawing for. Right. And um some people think that that a lot of a lot of the body of Christ is like, well that's not that's not in the Bible so therefore it's not biblical and this that and whatever right and um, I believe that God uses our talents that he gave us to benefit his kingdom absolutely I mean it's simple it's you know um, because like me you know I'm a writer and I haven't Done on broadcast or anything to to um prophetically write or anything as of yet, you know. Um, but I can see where my my writings and stuff could fit other people's circumstances and situations at that current time, right? You know, and so you know i believe that that through um, through perseverance and through patience that people can actually warm up to this idea you know as far as bringing talents to the forefront and benefiting the kingdom of god so, for me, I I think it's quite fascinating because I've never seen a prophetic artist prophet before, and it's been really, really something to see see it working in hand.
1: Amen. Yeah, it's when. I was, when I started doing this, I didn't have a a template because I didn't, I've never seen that. I've never seen what I've been doing done before either. And so I didn't know how to go about doing it. So I had to, I had to go ahead with what the Holy Spirit was showing me and be led by that. But as as I've been doing it more and more, I start to see that there were other prophetic artists, plenty out there that are are doing a similar thing. I haven't seen anybody doing exactly what I do, but doing very, very similar things. And uh, because in essence, I'm doing a combination of, of, like prophetic art, but then also live art, and then and then I can deliver a sermon or, or preach on what is being painted, and and so yeah, so that that combination I haven't I haven't necessarily seen, and, but I know. And so, I know that there's a dynamic of trailblazing quote unquote that I am doing, which of course offers the opens up the door to people not necessarily understanding what it is and technically speaking, you know in terms of exact wording, there's no words in the Bible that talk about painting a a prophetic image. Uh, but what the Bible does say, because there's a lot of other concepts that are are fully embraced and fully understood that are not written in the Bible. Like, for example, the uh, a soul tie that's not a that's not a that's not in the Bible. Uh, and so, so the idea, the what I present is biblical, but not written down in the Bible, and the, and. The, and the understandings that I would share with people would be that one of the things is Jesus did miracles that were not listed. So there are some things there, are, there are many things. It says, the Bible says that he, you know, it could, it would not be able to fill the books, all the books in the world. If, if you could write down everything that he did. So there are things that he did that we don't know he did and ways that he did things that we don't that we have not we haven't seen done so it would be it would be robbing yourself to say you know what i can't perform this miracle because i didn't see jesus perform this particular miracle in this particular way and uh, and then the, there's uh, there's also a scripture in Exodus that that talks about uh, the craftsmen that were anointed by God so there are there are the people who were building the temple who had to have artistic uh, have an, ha- had to have an artistic anointing a design anointing a creative anointing to be able to to design and and do the tapestry and the artwork of the temple and then on, on top of that, there, uh, the Bible, of course, talks about uh, music and, and the anointing of the musician. And music is, is simply another form of artistic expression. And so we can use our artistic expression to glorify and worship the Lord in, in the ways that God has seen fit. And then along with that, are the in general you know what i what i do in a simple way you know if you read the bible it's it's a it's filled with stories you know stories is what grabs our attention but it's also filled with a lot of strong vivid images and there are the words are used to describe images and so it's, it's really nothing to to take what that image is that's being described and create create a visual representation of that image. You know, uh, there was a, there's a scene where Peter sees uh, is, is seeing a open vision or a dream uh, from heaven where he sees this blanket and the blanket has has unclean animals on it and you can you can check that out but in just in terms of that now so that's 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 the image that he sees and that's what he describes but imagine if peter was also a visual artist he could then take that image that because that's a that's that's technically a prophetic image he could take that image and and draw it because he described it that means that he it has a look it has something that he can you can visually describe and that's what an artist will do they will take something that is can be visually described and represent that in a in a, in a certain medium whether it be watercolor or acrylic or oil or pencil so it's it's really it's really that that simple and it's all over the Bible in and being able to do that, so.
0: So, basically, I mean, the argument of do not add or take away anything from the Bible is is irrelevant because, um, with what you do is it adding oh, to the Bible, but it's right, yeah,
1: yeah, you know,
0: but but it's enhancing what it's saying
1: yeah no right what, what yes what i what i do along those terms there's there's it's not even close to taking anything away or adding to that's that's not what i right. do
0: i don't you know uh
1: what that right that is, and right, see that is, i've
0: heard go ahead i've heard i've heard you know Arguments about what you do, you know, as far as he's taken away from the Bible, it's not from the Bible, it's this, it's that, you know. And you know, I, you know, why can't we use our talents to enhance what the Bible is saying to make it come alive to people, right?
1: Yeah, it's again, it's right. You know what I I mean, what you mean. It's it's a it's a weird argument and I don't really spend a lot of time with it because because I know I know what I do is not going to be something that everybody's going to get. But, you know, if if I if if anybody and this might be something to encourage the people that are going to be listening, if anybody, if everybody, if everybody was listening to the people who don't get what it is that you're doing there would be no progression you wouldn't have the internet you wouldn't have uh you wouldn't have movies you wouldn't have tv shows you know you wouldn't have amazon or whatever your favorite website is you you know because they you wouldn't have your favorite restaurants because every single one of them the people who who are doing something will always come it will always come with some resistance and or will come with somebody that will say you're not supposed to do that. That happens that happens all right. the time. You know, I, I was you know there's the, the story of the Wright brothers is just a is a fascinating story. And so it's like, you know, they were they, being told that they you're not supposed to be able to fly. You're not supposed to be able to build a flying machine, and especially if, if you're two bicycle shop salesmen or repairmen, that's not something that you're supposed to be able to do. And so, so yeah, not, it's 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 a silly thing, and and you right. just you have to you have to move on because because those those types of people will always be there. They they don't they do not go away they are always going to be there. Right. So you have to
0: Well, I wanted to address the, you know, the people that is miss mis- you know, understanding, you know, and I wanted to clear up any misunderstandings about what it is uh-huh. that you do. So, um so i know that you you are a seer and would you describe that
1: absolutely so being a seer is is a there's there's a few different perspectives to look at uh being a seer can be seen or can be understood as a separate dynamic of of the prophet and and some people will say it's, it's the same thing. And in essence, the difference, though, is a seer tends to operate in what it is that they are prophesying by what they, what they hear. And a seer prophesies what it is that, they, that they're speaking uh, primarily through what they see. And so uh, what, what is the case, regardless of, of what side of the fence you are in the controversy or the, the issue, the difference between them, uh, it's pretty widely known that a, a prophet isn't necessarily going to be a seer, but a seer will necessarily need to be a prophet. So if you're a seer, if you're a seer, you're also a prophet. But if you're a prophet, you're not necessarily a seer because some people are are great prophets and powerful prophets of course, but they don't they don't communicate their prophecy through an image that they are seeing.
0: Right. And so because I I see images and stuff myself, from time to time, you know, and um, I'm not sure quite, you know, quite how to take that, you know, sometimes, you know, because sometimes when I do see things, you know, it, it comes right. to pass very shortly afterwards. Right. Right so um you know i don't think that necessarily makes me a prophet though yeah
1: there and that's another distinction there is a thing there's a there's a difference between a prophet in the office of the prophet and somebody who who operates prophetically and so it, it the difference is basically a a, a, the level of responsibility. Um, so I like to the, the one of the comparisons I like to make in terms of that is, is that pretty much everybody can cook, right? Pretty much everybody can, can go in the kitchen and whip something up, whether it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that's still considering, that's still considered, you know, you're in essence, assembling food or cooking something. Uh, you can boil boiled pasta or something like that Uh, so everybody can pretty basically cook but not everybody can be a chef of a restaurant and so even though everybody can cook and that cooking skill is part of what it takes to be a chef not everybody can be a chef and so it's similar to and and that's the relationship I, i use for for the prophetic if you are a born-again believer, you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you believe that he died on the cross, was buried, he rose again, and now sits on the hand of the Father, and you have confessed him with your mouth, and you believe in your heart that he is the Lord and he is our Savior, and that's the gospel. If you believe that, then part of, that, part of what comes with that belief is an exchange of your of, of your 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 spirit now becomes the home of I'm sorry your body now becomes the home of the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit is now dwells inside of you and if if when that happens because the Holy Spirit is complete and the Holy Spirit has uh, is prophetic is apostolic is teacher is a pastor you have all of those gifts and, and many more that are included with you inside of you now we all have them at different levels but we all still have them and so so you so everybody can prophesy everybody can can if you if you read the bible and you repeat in essence something that the bible says you're in essence prophesying right that it's it's not it's not a it's not a you know foretelling the future type of type of you know lottery or or a or a mystic mystical type of type of dynamic it is simply re-saying what it is that god has said and some people will re-say what god has said in a modern current way that is new infer that's that's new information in terms of what's going on in that person's personal life. And some people will say exactly what the Bible says and they are prophesying. Now, so, so you're, you're good there. Uh, but when you step into the office of the prophet and you are, you know, you, you, you've accepted the mantle and accepted that God has called you to the office of the prophet, you have elevated to a level of responsibility of the care or the yeah, the care of God's word and the and the professing of God's word to help to help God's people in in that in that certain way.
0: Well I I've, I've discovered that because I'm I'm ministering to some people right now and they are the way I was. And I'm starting to realize that ministry carries on a whole different level of responsibility. You know, um, it seems like, you know, since I've been doing that, it seems like my life is no longer mine. It belongs to the Holy Spirit to do with me. Um. Whatever
1: he feels right. like doing,
0: right? Have you had that yeah, experience?
1: There's, there's definitely that dynamic of knowing that you you feel compelled to to do what it is that God has asked you to do, and yeah, absolutely. The, the, your gifting is not for is not for you uh, alone. You know, it's 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 right. for the building up of the body. So,
0: so um I okay, so therefore I, I think that that um we gotta just be willing. And humble servants of, of God, you know, to uh, be able to listen to what He wants us to do and what our callings are. And, stuff. Right. and I think that we need to be sensitive to that. Right. So um, I think that that um, we're right. pretty much done awesome. here. I
1: definitely want to thank you for your, for your time. And let me just go ahead and pray a quick, a quick prayer. Uh, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Your continued guidance and love. We ask that you continue to watch over us and bless everybody who's going to be listening to this broadcast. Strengthen them, Lord, and, uh, and allow them to hear more of what it is that you have in store for them strengthen their ability and their clarity in in hearing you and we have a blessing over this this particular podcast and for all the podcasts that are coming continue to to guide and strengthen carlinda as she moves forth in what you have called her to do in spreading your message in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen
0: Amen. All right. Well, I would like to thank everybody for listening, and I will leave you with this. Don't give up five minutes mm, before the miracle happens. So so with, with that being said, um, I hope that everybody right. has a good week.
1: Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All
0: right. All right. All right. Reuben. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay, so um, I want to welcome everyone to this podcast Turning Beauty from ashes, and um, we have a guest today named Ruben Arana and I will let you tell them who you are and um where are you and your information?
1: Okay, so my name is Ruben Arana and I am a prophetic seer and I specialize in in the in the arts, in prophetic art. So what that basically means is What I do is illustrate or paint uh, images from uh, images from God. Uh, Interpret, interpret images, interpret signs, interpret visions and dreams, and I help people to get closer. That's one of my main focuses: to help people get closer to hearing God and being strong in strong in their own understanding and in their own development of God's voice in their own lives.
0: Do you want to tell them a little bit about, about um, how to reach you?
1: Yeah, so you can reach me at uh, one of my My website is worshipwordart.org. Worshipwordart.org is the website. And what I... uh, I'm also on Periscope uh, streaming app, which is... It's at teach, T-E-A-C-H underscore all... A-L-L underscore I know the letter I K-N-O-W and then of course on, on Facebook as Ruben Arana.
0: Okay. Um, how long have you been doing this?
1: I have been doing this in terms of the prophetic dynamic for... For years
0: okay so what made you turn into a prophetic prophet as far as art goes
1: yeah i started to i was painting up my pastor's sermon one day on live on scope and as
0: Are you there? Are you there?
1: And certain images. And then that turned into what I later found out was called a word of knowledge, which basically means
0: Ruben? You're cutting in and out.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, can you hear me better?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So I was saying that I, I started to paint what I was seeing and i later found out that was what's known as word of knowledge or or a type of wisdom and and as i started to paint that you know it would it would be in relationship with something that somebody was personally going through on the broadcast and so I remember one time I was painting a this tree, and the tree was in in growing in a moss in in a a swamp rather, and there was a there was a, a picket fence around the tree, and it basically meant that there was this individual that was that was in a stagnant church relationship even though they were growing uh, but their, their growth was, was stagnant or in a swamp like environment because no, there was no flow that's, that's what the swamp meant uh, but God was protecting them even though they were in a swamp type flow that Was what the fence was about and so, the per- I, I, I saw who that person was, and they, yeah, they, they confirmed that that was, that was their situation, you know, and so it was, it's, it was painting stuff like that, and so that's, it, it just started to grow, and and helping people to to understand or get through difficult times or frustrating times or getting some clarity on something that they were going through in their life.
0: Right. And I have to tell you that it's been truly a blessing following you and getting to know you. A little bit, um, because I'm firsthand information that what he does actually works and is actually right on the money. And um, there's been several times with with me in in my own personal life that the drawings, the paintings and all that has has actually been me the one that you're talking about or you're painting or drawing for. Right. And um some people think that that a lot of a lot of the body of Christ is like, well that's not that's not in the Bible so therefore it's not biblical and this that and whatever right and um, I believe that God uses our talents that he gave us to benefit his kingdom absolutely I mean it's simple it's you know um, because like me you know I'm a writer and I haven't Done on broadcast or anything to to um prophetically write or anything as of yet, you know. Um, but I can see where my my writings and stuff could fit other people's circumstances and situations at that current time, right? You know, and so. You know, I believe that that through um, through perseverance and through patience that people can actually warm up to this idea, you know as far as bringing talents to the forefront and benefiting the kingdom of God. So, for me, I I think it's quite fascinating because I've never seen a prophetic artist prophet before, and it's been really, really something to see see it working in hand.
1: Amen. Yeah, it's when. I was, when I started doing this, I didn't have a, a template. Cause I didn't, I've never seen that. I've never seen what I've been doing done before either. And so I didn't know how to go about doing it. So I had to, I had to go ahead with what the Holy Spirit was showing me and be led by that. But as I've, as I've been doing it more and more I start to see that there were other prophetic artists, uh, plenty out there that are are doing a similar thing. I haven't seen anybody doing exactly what I do, but doing very, very similar things. And uh, because in essence, I'm doing a combination of, of like prophetic art, but then also live art, and then and then I can deliver a sermon or, or preach on what is being painted, and and so yeah, so that that combination I haven't I haven't necessarily seen, and, but I know and so I know that there's a dynamic of trailblazing quote unquote that I am doing, which of course offers the, opens up the door to people not necessarily understanding what it is. And technically speaking, you know, in terms of exact wording, there's no words in the Bible that talk about painting a, a prophetic image Uh, but what the bible does say because there's a lot of other concepts that are are fully embraced and fully understood that are not written in the bible like for example the uh, a soul tie that's not a that's not a that's not in the bible uh, and so so the idea the what i present is biblical but not written down in the bible and the and, the, and the understandings that I would share with people would be that one of the things is Jesus did miracles that were not listed. So there are some things there, there are many things. It says, the Bible says that he, you know, it could, it would not be able to fill the books, all the books in the world. If, if you could write down everything that he did. So there are things that he did that we don't know he did and ways that he did things that we don't that we have not we haven't seen done so it would be it would be robbing yourself to say you know what i can't perform this miracle because i didn't see jesus perform this particular miracle in this particular way and uh, and then the, there's uh, there's also a scripture in Exodus, that de- that talks about uh, the craftsmen that were anointed by God. So there are there are the people who were building the temple who had to have artistic, uh, have an, ha- had to have an artistic anointing, a design anointing, a creative anointing to be able to to design and and do the tapestry and the artwork of the temple. And then on, on top of that, there, uh, the Bible, of course, talks about uh, music and, and the anointing of the musician. And music is, is simply another form of artistic expression. And so we can use our artistic expression to glorify and worship the Lord in, in the ways that God has seen fit. And then along with that, are the in general it, 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 what I what I do in a simple way? You know, if you read the Bible, it's it's a it's filled with stories. You know, stories is what grabs our attention, but it's also filled with a lot of strong, vivid images, and there are the words are used to describe images, and so. It's, it's really nothing to to take what that image is that's being described and create create a visual representation of that image you know, uh, there was a, there's a scene where Peter sees uh, is, is seeing a open vision or a dream uh, from heaven where he sees this blanket and the blanket has has unclean animals on it and you can you can check that out but in just in terms of that now so that's 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 the image that he sees and that's what he describes but imagine if peter was also a visual artist he could then take that image that because that's a that's that's technically a prophetic image he could take that image and and draw it because he described it that means that he it has a look it has something that he can you can visually describe and that's what an artist will do. They will take something that is can be visually described and represent that in a in a, in a certain medium, whether it be watercolor or acrylic or oil uh, or pencil so it's it's really it's really that that simple and it's all over the Bible in and being able to do that so
0: so basically i mean the argument of do not add or take away anything from the bible is is irrelevant because um with what you do is it adding oh, to the bible but it's,
1: right yeah yeah you know
0: but but it's enhancing what it's saying.
1: Yeah. No. Right. What? And well.
0: Alive.
1: Yes. What I. What I do along those terms. There's. There's. It's not even close to taking anything away or adding to. That's. That's not what I right. do. I don't. You know. Uh, what
0: that. Right. That is, and right, see, that is, I've heard. Go ahead. I've heard. I've heard. You know. Arguments about what you do, you know, as far as he's taken away from the Bible, it's not from the Bible, it's this, it's that, you know. And you know, I, you know, why can't we use our talents to enhance what the Bible is saying to make it come alive to people, right?
1: Yeah, it's again, it's right. I, you know what I, totally I mean, get what you mean. It's it's a it's a weird argument and I don't really spend a lot of time with it because because I know I know what I do is not going to be something that everybody's going to get. But, you know, if if I if if anybody and this might be something to encourage the people that are going to be listening, if anybody, if everybody, if everybody was listening to the people who don't get what it is that you're doing there would be no progression you wouldn't have the internet you wouldn't have uh you wouldn't have movies you wouldn't have tv shows you know you you wouldn't have amazon or whatever your favorite website is You, you know because they you wouldn't have your favorite restaurants because every single one of them the people who who are doing something will always come it will always come with some resistance and or will come with somebody that will say you're not supposed to do that. That happens that happens all right. the time. You know, I, I was you know there's the, the story of the Wright brothers is just a is a fascinating story. And so it's like, you know, they were they, being told that they you're not supposed to be able to fly. You're not supposed to be able to build a flying machine, and especially if, if you're two bicycle shop salesmen or repairmen, that's not something that you're supposed to be able to do. And so, so yeah, not, it's 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 a silly thing, and and you right. just you have to you have to move on because because those those types of people will always be there. They they don't they do not go away. They are always going to be there, right? So you have to.
0: Well, I wanted to address the, you know, the people that is mis, mis, you know, misunderstanding, you know, and I wanted to clear up any misunderstandings mm-hmm. about what it mm-hmm. is that you do. So, um. So, I know that you you are a seer, and would you describe yeah, that
1: absolutely so being a seer is is a it, there's there's a few different perspectives to look at uh being a seer can be seen or can be understood as a separate dynamic of of the prophet and and some people will say it's, it's the same thing. And in essence, the difference, though, is a seer tends to operate in what it is that they are prophesying by what they, what they hear. And a seer prophesies what it is that, they, that they're speaking uh, primarily through what they see. And so uh, what, what is the case, regardless of, of what side of the fence you are in the controversy or the, the issue, the difference between them, uh, it's pretty widely known that a, a prophet isn't necessarily going to be a seer, but a seer will necessarily need to be a prophet. So if you're a seer, if you're a seer, you're also a prophet. But if you're a prophet, you're not necessarily a seer because some people are are great prophets and powerful prophets of course, but they don't they don't communicate their prophecy through an image that they are
0: seeing. Right. And so because I I see images and stuff myself, from time to time, you know, and um, I'm not sure quite, you know, quite how to take that, you know, sometimes, you know, because sometimes when I do see things, you know, it, it comes right. to pass very shortly afterwards. Right. Right. So um you know I don't think that necessarily makes me a prophet though. Yeah,
1: there and that's another distinction. There is a thing there's a there's a difference between a prophet in the office of the prophet and somebody who who operates prophetically. And so it, it the difference is basically a uh, the level of responsibility. Um, so I like to, the, the, one of the comparisons I like to make in terms of that is, is that pretty much everybody can cook, right? Pretty much everybody can, can go in the kitchen and whip something up, whether it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that's still considering that's still considered, you know, you're in essence assembling food or cooking something. Uh, you can boil boiled pasta or something like that Uh, so everybody can pretty basically cook but not everybody can be a chef of a restaurant and so even though everybody can cook and that cooking skill is part of what it takes to be a chef not everybody can be a chef and so it's similar to and and that's the relationship I, i use for for the prophetic if you are a born-again believer, you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you believe that he died on the cross, was buried, he rose again, and now sits on the hand of the Father, and you have confessed him with your mouth, and you believe in your heart that he is the Lord and he is our Savior, and that's the gospel. If you believe that, then part of, that, part of what comes with that belief is an exchange of your of, of your 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 spirit now becomes the home of I'm sorry your body now becomes the home of the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit is now dwells inside of you and if if when that happens because the Holy Spirit is complete and the Holy Spirit has uh, is prophetic is apostolic is teacher is a pastor you have all of those gifts and, and many more that are included with you inside of you now we all have them at different levels but we all still have them and so so you so everybody can prophesy everybody can can if you if you read the bible and you repeat in essence something that the bible says you're in essence prophesying right that it's it's not it's not a it's not a you know foretelling the future type of type of you know lottery or or a or a mystic mystical type of type of dynamic it is simply re-saying what it is that god has said and some people will re-say what god has said in a modern current way that is new infer that's that's new information in terms of what's going on in that person's personal life. And some people will say exactly what the Bible says and they are prophesying. Now, so, so you're, you're good there. Uh, But when you step into the office of the prophet and you are, you know, you, you accepted the mantle and accepted that God has called you to the office of the prophet, you have elevated to a level of responsibility of the care or the yeah, the care of God's word and the and the professing of God's word to help to help God's people in in that in that certain way.
0: Well I've I've discovered that because I'm I'm ministering to some people right now and they are the way I was. And I'm starting to realize that ministry carries on a whole different level of responsibility. You know, um, it seems like, you know, since I've been doing that, it seems like my life is no longer mine. It belongs to the Holy Spirit to do with me. Um. Whatever
1: he feels right. like doing,
0: right? Have you had that yeah, experience?
1: There's, there's definitely that dynamic of knowing that you you feel compelled to to do what it is that God has asked you to do, and yeah, absolutely. The your gifting is not for is not for you uh, alone. You know it's 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 okay. for the building up of the body
0: so so um i okay so therefore i i think that that um we gotta just be willing and humble servants of, of God, you know, to uh, be able to listen to what he wants us to do and what our callings are. And, stuff. Right. and I think that we need to be sensitive to that. Right. So, um, I think that that um, we're right. pretty much done awesome. here. I
1: definitely want to thank you for your, for your time. And let me just go ahead and pray a quick, a quick prayer. Uh, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your grace and mercy, your continued guidance and love. We ask that you continue to watch over us and bless everybody who's going to be listening to this broadcast. Strengthen them, Lord, and, uh, and allow them to hear more of what it is that you have in store for them strengthen their ability and their clarity in in hearing you and we have some blessing over this this particular podcast and for all the podcasts that are coming continue to to guide and strengthen carlinda as she moves forth in what you have called her to do in spreading your message in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen
0: Amen. All right. Well, I would like to thank everybody for listening, and I will leave you with this: Don't give up five minutes before mm, the miracle happens. So, so with with that being said, um, I hope that everybody right. has a good week.
1: Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye bye. All
0: right. All right. All right.